right now at my girlfriend's house. And so you might hear a cat meowing at some point. Is that your girlfriend? No, my girlfriend is not the cat. <laughs> okay. Okay. I thought maybe she was like wearing cat ears and meowing at you like. Oh, yeah, that's. Uh, I can't safely go anywhere with that joke. So. <laughs> <laughs> can't safely go anywhere with your girlfriend. All those cat ears are just giving you weird oh looks. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to start the episode? Do you want me let's to start, start the episode? Let's start the episode, sir. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Freaking Epic Podcast. Today's episode Woo-hoo. is brought to you by sharks. Yes, sharks. If you have any leftover seals, why just drop them in the ocean? Sharks, there. What's eating your dinner? Or something of that nature. I like it. Uh, <laughs> Today's episode know. is totally unobjective. It is part two of World's Dumbest Criminals That Are Not From Florida. That's that's a very important part. These are not Floridians because Florida man, <laughs> Florida man does anything, right? Does all of the things. Yeah, Florida man does all the things. So we're talking about dumbest criminals not from Florida. We left off at probably number five. We didn't go back and listen. So uh, we're ho- we're hoping that we're right. Yeah, I mean, if someone feels that uh, our numbers are wrong, they're probably accurate. Yeah, so. that's literally why we named this podcast Totally Unobjective, because mm-hmm. we're essentially wrong about everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, what do you got? Number five. Okay, so there's a guy, and he I'm already called... intrigued. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's from Ohio, okay? Mm. So he's 44 years old, pertinent details. Uh, that's not actually pertinent to what we're talking about, but he is 44. And so he called the cops uh, several times, said that he was having suicidal thoughts. At one point, he said he was holding a, a knife to his own throat. Um, all of this, do you want to hazard a guess as to why he was calling and why he was suicidal? Uh, oh, video game player. No. His he pet pig. losing at Magic the Gathering. <laughs> close, close. His pet pig ate, he called the cops and told them that he was suicidal because his pet pig ate all of his pot. Wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, basically, he um, he was so upset about his pig eating all of his pot that he drank an entire bottle of Everclear and proceeded to call the cops over and over the entire night. That's just sad. Like, I don't, <laughs> you just, you can't find more. And yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, at least cop- he didn't harm the pig. He just only yeah. threatened to hurt himself. So. Well, his wife uh, went ahead and divorced him, and uh, was put a uh, a Facebook post up uh, asking if anyone wanted a free pet pig. <laughs> well, when you said his wife, I was already shocked. But then the second part of that, okay, I guess that made sense. He's a little dramatic. Um, yeah. So, d- what was? So what was the criminality of it, though? Uh, calling the police with, for an unvalid reason? So he got a misdemeanor, um, two misdemeanors, which were actually intoxication and resisting arrest, because when the police came over, he uh, had to be tased down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, you know, when you're mad about your lack of pot, uh, I guess you can do anything, apparently. Yeah. So, um, well, when you drink an entire bottle of Everclear, I had one shot of Everclear once and nearly died. Yeah, was that that from that guy, that neighbor guy who made 
Oh, that was whiskey. Wasn't no, it? no, that no, that was the homemade rum. The guy, the uh, guy who just showed up at the party, like yeah. walked through Would the party. Would you like to try some rum? Are you yeah. the boy who I've heard likes <laughs> rum? And like, yes, and just very awkwardly follow a guy out to his to a neighbor's house. And I, I'm at a party, yeah. So very awkwardly just follow this guy out to a neighbor's house. And I'm like, I might die. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Turns out he he had homemade rum and. He gave me some and then immediately started uh, telling me I needed to eat because that was strong. Yeah, it was strong rum. I remember that. Didn't you? Did you come with us? I, I, I remember the party. I remember being there and I remember the approach. I don't know that I drank the actual rum, but I just remember your, your retelling like, of it. You're like, where are you? Oh, uh, me and Griff went over to uh, drink some. Uh, some yeah, I think that's rum. what happened, actually, was you disappeared and, and then came back with that story. all right what's your number five all right all right so dude i had some good ones um hang on let me pull up my list here hold music okay here we are when stephen crane broke into the ravelli republic in montana newsroom he used the computers to watch porn and check facebook then Crane doused the office with a fire extinguisher, <laughs> took some candy, and left. <laughs> it wasn't difficult to find him, however. The police just followed the trail of stolen M&Ms that led to his sister's place across the street. <laughs> <laughs> across the street. How, how do you leave a trail of stolen M&Ms? And we have, yeah, like we have so many questions. Like, I have so many questions. One... He just had to look at some uh, adult material so bad that he broke into somewhere, used their computers to do it, and oh, oh boy, I haven't updated my Facebook, <laughs> so well, I want to get that. And then this guy was so next level that he was like, "I got to cover my tracks, right?" So I'm just going to yeah. douse everything with the fire extinguishers because not only <laughs> can you cover up your tracks, but fire extinguishers apparently are a great way. To clear your search history, fire <laughs> so, extinguishers don't accept fingerprints. Did that. It's a well-known thing. And then uh, also, he took some candy. So I'm guessing he had the munchies and was like, "Oh, M and M's." Does it and say he was high? It's really. It seems doesn't. Like... It doesn't. But I, I think it's safe to assume that this gentleman was uh, on some type of drug. And then, how many M and M's did he take that he left in the trail? Like, I feel like <laughs> that's just lazy M M&M and M eating. <laughs> he, just, he just carried them away in two hands and they're just dropping out one by one every time you yeah. pick them up. That's that is like he had even like handfuling M&Ms to be spilling them on a trail. And then I, even better to be the cop that walks in there like, oh okay, there's some adult material here. Oh, somebody's <laughs> Facebook. Lots of fire extinguisher stuff everywhere. <laughs> Not sure what really happened here. Oh, there's M&Ms. Let's follow those. <laughs> I gotta be honest, my favorite part is that he literally lived next door. Yeah. Yeah. Just right across the street. So, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> on the list of dumb criminals, this guy, and I, ultimately, I think he was a dumb criminal because he didn't have to do any of this, right? Like, if someone robs a store, they, they're they trying to get money, right? They're yeah. trying to get yeah. wealth or earn something. This guy, he just needed to look at some dirty images, apparently, and access his Facebook. So I'm like 95% certain you can do almost all of that at home. 
<laughs> maybe your sister doesn't have a fire extinguisher, so you're like, well, crap, I gotta go, gotta go to the news station, the yeah. place that literally reports on stupid things people do. <laughs> or, yeah, he didn't have a fire extinguisher to race the search history back home, so yeah, that's true. Elsewhere. That's that's exactly how you do it. <laughs> My number four. So he, uh, this guy, Dan, Dean Smith, he mm-hmm. walked into a bank and um, gave them his full name and address. And he went in to change his name and address. So he, he, not, he gave them his, his current address. Mm-hmm. And then half an hour later, he walked back in attempting to rob them. And his disguise was he put socks over his shoes. That was his <laughs> so this guy robs a bank and he puts socks over his shoes as his disguise. Yeah, after he so changed. suddenly he's a totally different person. <laughs> I, no one can tell. Every, as everyone knows, everyone oh by their shoes. If you put oh. socks over your shoes, you erase your footprints. You erase your fingerprints. It's he did. To be fair, he did also have sunglasses on. And he he wound up running because the cashier just refused to give him any money. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so he couldn't even rob the bank, right? Because they were like, "No, we're not having this." I, I like leave. to imagine when he ran away, he slipped a little because of the. <laughs> <laughs> I I just I want to imagine like him walking in, and then being like, "Oh, we totally thought you were the guy that was just in here." But that guy did not have socks over his shoes. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> you were totally different. Yeah. It's completely impossible to notice. By the way, the runner-up for this position was the guy who robbed a who robbed the bank with a cucumber with a sock over it. He just <laughs> that was his weapon. Cucumber, put a sock on it. Obviously, it, everyone's gonna think it's a gun. <laughs> I have so many comments, but I'm just gonna leave it. <laughs> <laughs> wow um did he actually get any money or did they just laugh at him uh in both cases they laughed at him yeah in both cases they told they told him no and the people the both people wind up wound up going to going to prison for like two this uh the guy with the socks i believe was two and a half years two and a half years for a cucumber uh it, no the the cucumber was like two or three years I think it was a little more a little oh. more. but the, so there, you got to get a cucumber permit in yeah that state it is it, <laughs> it's it's Britain I mean th- this was in in uh in Britain by the way oh well yeah that, well, you can't yeah. have guns at all right you can't have guns at all he had a knife and uh for the guy with the socks and they're very polite they didn't he didn't want to leave tracks so maybe he was just being extra con- conscientious. Oh my gosh. Wow. All right. Let me, let me pull up my number four. Number four. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Adon Juarez Ramirez had it all figured out. He could be a cop without having to take the boring test. Yeah, but he was arrested in Grapevine, Texas after pulling over a driver in his pickup truck outfitted with flashing lights. He even had an ID badge which he made by blacking out a restaurant <laughs> gift card and etching in the word police. <laughs> However, he kept the restaurant's logo, a jalapeno pepper, surrounded <laughs> by the words Chipotle Mexican Grill. <laughs> <laughs> so he was a dumb criminal 
because he was trying to be a cop. And I guess he so desperately wanted to be a cop that he was willing to just pretend to be one. But every cop, you know, obviously has an ID card. So he had to, he had to create one of those out of a, <laughs> out of a freaking Chipotle gift card. So is, is the end of this story that the person he pulled over was an actual cop? Cause that's yes. really how, yeah. Okay. Yes. And Perfect. so that's, sorry, I didn't get to that last bit. <laughs> yes. So the person he pulled over was an actual off duty <laughs> cop. How did, the cop obviously, how did the cop know? That he wasn't. I mean, that he wasn't a real cop. How is that possible? <laughs> you know, maybe cops only eat at Qdoba. That is and true. So he I was probably suspicious of the Chipotle gift card. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I just want somebody to be like, "I'm a cop," and then just hand somebody a card that says "cop" on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually getting. Uh, business cards made up if you go to like uh vista print you get your first order free it's just like 250 free gift cards or yeah. uh, uh business cards so my business cards are just going to say i'm a cop chipotle <laughs> it reminds me of like a uh i think it was on community or something there's an episode where someone's like what are your credentials and somebody hands them a piece of paper and it just says uh, don't ask any, and he's like, this literally is just a piece of paper that says, don't ask any questions. And the person just nods. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know they had, uh, Parks and Rec had, uh, Ron Swanson handed them the permit and his permit just said, I can do what I want. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Or there was one that maybe it was another show where he was like, this is literally written in crayon. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a community line. Yeah. Oh man. All right. What's your number four? Uh, my number three is. Oh, three. Tres. This is in Colombia. Colombia. This, this is a full gang of of uh, thieves. So they start Ooh. their crime spree the day before. Um, they got a getaway vehicle, and twelve hours later, they'd prepared with they they had their getaway vehicle uh, stolen getaway vehicle prepared. They robbed a convenience store, uh, which they stole food and rum. Then mm-hmm. they loaded all, they loaded all their goods into their uh, in, onto their getaway vehicle. Uh, unfortunately, the getaway vehicle they stole was a donkey, and, <laughs> and it did not move. It just stood there, and started braying. <laughs> it made so much noise that the police were like, "What's going on with that donkey?" and walked over. And the gang had to ru- just fled on foot, leaving behind all of their stolen rum on the on the getaway donkey. Wow! <laughs> if, if He's like planning... the donkey was like his own car alarm. Yeah. He had an alarm. He knew. He knew. He just bided his time for twelve hours, <laughs> waiting until just the right moment, and said, "I'm not doing this work." My favorite and part that was is the that, best like... getaway slash vehicle. Yeah. They could... Wow. I... I just came back from Colombia like three months ago uh-huh. and I saw like five donkeys the entire time I was there. It, it, you, you can't just find a donkey. Everyone drives, everyone drives like tiny little, uh, tiny little, uh, what's the Chevy sparks or yeah. re- tiny little Renaults and motorcycles. Like they're there. It's not like it's a place where it's not, I mean, maybe they were in backwoods. I didn't look up the, the city that they were in. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's not they're not in a place where cars are hard to come by. Oh my gosh. And, and they stole it, right? Yeah, so they, they literally st- just stole the donkey from somebody. 
They stole Zavi the 10-year-old donkey. <laughs> he has a name and an age. Yeah. And <laughs> so they didn't even steal a fresh donkey. They stole an old donkey. Hey, man, I got a new ride. Oh, yeah, what <laughs> is it? Uh, you know, it's a... It's a Zavi. It's a 20... <laughs> 2009 Zavi. <laughs> 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 oh, wow. That's awesome. All right. Let's see. What was my next one? Oh, okay. Uh, before breaking in, into an apartment, Joey Miller and Matthew McNelly decided to put on disguises. And by disguises, we mean they covered their faces in permanent marker. <laughs> and I love the writer of this article. The thing about permanent marker is that, well, it's permanent. <laughs> After the burglary, the pair was pulled over by police and immediately recognized because of their hair. Just kidding. It was their faces covered in permanent marker that set them apart from the crowd. So they thought, for some reason, that if they put marker on their face... I just... I, I'm dumbfounded by this because it's just such a stupid thing to do. And I and I guess for all the criminals on our list, you, you have to have a lack of some sort of intellect yeah. to, attempt, to attempt some of these things. But yeah, they were like, hey man, how can we prove... <laughs> Or how can we prevent anyone from recognizing us? I know. Let's draw markers on our faces. <laughs> Have you never been in kindergarten and never done that? No. Me neither. No. That seems uh, completely insane. Well, I, you were homeschooled, so I assumed. <laughs> I know. Every every time I just I say something like that, you're like, oh, wow, a new fact. Yeah. I mean, I would assume. <laughs> I, I want, like, maybe they were, maybe they were, um, Democratic Virginia candidates for governor. Like maybe they were just <laughs> oh, going blackface. I get where you're going with it. That took me yeah. a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, dude. I, I again. So many questions. They, they literally. You could, you could use a shirt. You could use you a could, hood. You could use shoes, socks over your shoes. You, <laughs> you could use shoes or socks over your shoes. Yes, you could use tin foil as uh, as a couple people uh, that didn't quite make my list did. They just covered yeah. themselves in tin foil like burritos. Well, that was that. That was uh, our last part of the list was the tin foil bandits because they thought the lasers wouldn't recognize them because <laughs> yeah. lasers oh, are impervious to tin foil. <laughs> so, uh, sorry. Go ahead. No, my number two. Uh, he's an 18-year-old who robbed a muffler shop in Chicago. And unfortunately, if you rob most places, the money is in the safe. Yeah, so, yeah. As Chris, it if that happened and most of the money was in the safe, what would you do? How would you overcome this obstacle? Try and break into the safe. Okay, that's one option. What's, what's another way? Uh... What's, what's maybe the second best option. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, I'm a dumb criminal. <laughs> well, okay. So, you if we got down to about the 150th best way, yeah. you would get leave your phone number with the employees to call you when the safe is unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your phone number, and I quote, so that you can tell, um, so that you can tell me when the best time is to come back. To, to rob the place. Did he say to rob it specifically, or <laughs> yeah, did he pretend yeah. like he wasn't? No, he didn't oh, pretend. Well. Like he, 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 uh, he held them up, 
they said that, sorry, the safe is locked. And he gave them his phone number so they could call him back when it was the most convenient time for him to come back. Well, he's just being, you know, uh, wise in his time management. So, yeah. This is why you're not a criminal mastermind. Your first choice was try to break into the safe. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you didn't plan this out the way uh, the way Ruben Zarate did. Mm, classic Zarate. Classic Zarate. He, and uh, let me guess, they called him back, and then he showed up, and the police were there. That would have been amazing. Actually, I don't know. I, the The story didn't say that part. That seems likely. I would yeah. guess. Yeah, like, hey, no problem. We'll give you a call upon uh, your return. <laughs> Oh man, I I just don't know. Like, oh shoot, your safe isn't open now. No, sir, it's not. Oh, you know what? Let me just leave my name and number. When the safe is unlocked, just let me know. That is the plot of uh, at least one great movie. Yeah, remember that South Korean film where uh, they robbed the gas station twice in a week, and the second time the money was in the safe. So they just hung out at the gas station, filling cars for cash. Uh, that movie is uh, literally called something at the gas station, right? Yeah, Attack the Gas Station. Attack, I'm pretty sure you made me watch that. It was good, I though. did, I did make good. you watch that. Yeah. It was like 4.30 in the morning for for some reason. Yeah. Good t- <laughs> good times. All right. So we're, what, what number are we on? Number two. Number dos. All right. Number what do I got? Okay. So a 22-year-old man in Mineral Wells, Texas, landed himself behind bars after allegedly posting on his Facebook page that he had more than a dozen warrants out for his arrest. The warrants ranged from traffic citations to petty theft and totaled more than $1,200 in fines. And they even have a clip or like a screenshot of his Facebook post, and it says his name, Eddie Smith. And he wrote, So, comma, I have 16 warrants out right now. period lol they know where i'm at though so it must not be too bad (laughs) (laughs) what's the statistic like uh like one in ten uh i don't remember the statistic but like some obscene number of criminals live stream their crimes now on facebook live that is crazy man well it goes back to that whole attention thing like when uh, so two weeks ago when we did this, we had that guy who had to take selfies of himself inside the yeah. plane that yep. he was attempting to sneak around in. So yeah, <laughs> hey, uh, I'm right here, cops. I guess come get me if you want me, and they did. So there was another guy who uh, changed his profile picture on Facebook to his uh, wanted poster. You wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He he changed his pro- he updated his Facebook profile picture to his wanted poster. Wow. Obviously. That's, I mean, he was proud of it. I mean, he, yeah. he he had done the work and he wanted to be recognized. So, I don't see what the problem is, Zach. I I mean, everyone should be recognized for a good job. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> like there's just not enough personal accomplishment in it. Your bosses don't ever tell you good job. Mhm. That is insane. My number one. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. My number one is uh, Donald Chip Pug. He uh, didn't show up to court for a DUI case. And also he was a person of interest in arson and vandalism cases. 
and a few other cases that were minor enough that they hadn't been looked into it. So mm-hmm. Ohio, a lot of Ohio people, by the way, apparently Ohio yeah. second to is Florida number man. two to Florida. Yeah. So the Ohio, Lima, Ohio Police Department took an old mugshot of him and posted it on Facebook to see on Facebook to see if he could they could get any tips. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Chip thought that the Facebook, that the photo they used was ugly. So he gave them, he sent them an updated picture of himself. So and then, and then he called into an, into a radio station and did an interview on air so that everyone would know what he sounded like. He said, and I quote, man, they just did me wrong. They just put a picture out that made me look like I was a Thundercat or James Brown on the run. I can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) the the picture was the the picture he replaced it with wasn't really all that much better honestly so is there like a place you go when you're criminal and you want better photographs uh for the newspaper and whatnot i i have no idea a glamour shots for criminals my under my guess is that he posted on Facebook like he just responded to the post with a better picture and asked them to replace it. <laughs> just the fact that he called in he he called and did a radio show a yeah. <laughs> radio show interview explaining why he replaced his his mugshot. Well, man, they 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 had like, they had a terrible mugshot, and he didn't need it. You know, he had to be it, recognized. It made him look like a thundercat. <laughs> <laughs> I literally don't know how. I've seen the picture. It does not make him look like a thundercat. <laughs> it was a great description. I wonder if his girlfriend was like, babe, you look better than this. And he was like, you know what? I do. I'm going to call that police station. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to Facebook post them and give them an updated photo. So, yeah. And my favorite part of this is where do you think he got arrested? Uh, the library, Florida. Oh, so he got arrested <laughs> in Florida. Yeah, he 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 was a he basically fled to his natural home place of Florida. He he stayed. He it was all of his criminal misdeeds happened in Ohio. The Ohio police were looking for him, and he said, "You know what? Obviously, I know where I belong." And he went there. Oh my gosh. Well, so he's, I don't know if you're breaking your rule or not, man, because he's kind of a Florida man. No, no, he's not a Florida man. He's an Ohio man who <laughs> attempted to flee to his natural habitat. Did he flee? Did he flee after he told the police to, or gave I, them an updated photo? I have no idea, actually. I was just curious if he was like, I'm going to give him an updated photo. And then he was like, oh no, that probably wasn't smart. <laughs> I better run away now. <laughs> I, 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 I doesn't, it doesn't tell, it doesn't say, sadly. Oh, we can only wonder, Zach. We can, we can only, only wonder. Know. All right, you're going to like my number one. All right, here we All go. Right. <laughs> the caption for this, by the way, is the P bandit strikes again. <laughs> the P bandit? Okay, I'm, I'm like, what's right, Here we go. Crystal Evans, 26, and Denise McClure, 24, were arrested for destruction of evidence when they tried to steal a urine sample that was on its way to a forensic lab. The pair knew that Evans's sample would test positive, 
sending her back to jail. So they attempted to grab the urine before it reached its destination. Uh-huh. However, the driver caught them and called the cops. Ironically, and this is the kicker, Zach, Evan's sample tested negative. <laughs> but the sample she had to give after being arrested for the pee caper came up positive for math. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wait, did they pee over the did they pee over the sample? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. So they broke into the vehicle or attempted to rob the vehicle of her sample of pee and because she got caught while doing that, <laughs> they had to, they forced her to do a test and then they she tested positive. So if she had just left the whole thing over, this sounds just like some terrible paranoia. I mean, obviously I'm I'm assuming that meth would do that to somebody, but uh yeah. She- not too bright. Yeah, that's what that's what happens when you're on meth. You make really, really poor decisions. <laughs> Normally about tooth care, actually. You yeah. know, I've never seen a person on meth go to the dentist. Yeah, I don't well, know if that's true or not. I've just made that up. I well, I, I don't know enough what people on meth look like on a day to day basis. So it's very possible there are many meth heads in my in my dentist office. Well, I, think I apologize to the meth people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so had they just left it alone? Yeah, would have been fine. That but, is, I mean, that is some credit because they went through the extra effort of apparently tracking down this vehicle, tracking down the delivery, and then attempting to rob the urine. That's actually pretty impressive. I mean, that takes that yeah. takes a decent amount of work. Yeah, <laughs> I think my number that that all a lot of these things uh, meet my number my number one rule of dealing with the police: mm-hmm. never do a dumb thing when you're doing a dumb thing. Like so, multiplying dumb things. Yeah, exponentially. Like just just in life, if you are driving on a slippery road, don't also accelerate quickly. Mm. Like, I, I every criminal, like I, I've looked up criminal stuff, and it seems like every criminal is arrested for doing something stupid while doing something stupid. It's like you robbed a bank and you got away with it, except that you were driving fifteen over the speed limit after you had escaped. You know. That's a good point. So I guess we're teaching our listeners that if they're going to commit crimes, keep the uh, the fault, the moral ambiguity to the crime itself and yeah. don't add to it. That is what next week's episode isn't going to be. Uh, it's, it's going to be a primer on all things crime related, like exactly how to get away with crime. Uh, we'll be teaching various crimes. Uh, we'll teach the top seven crimes you can get away with easily. Uh, number one is art forgery. Wait, is that for real? I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> no. deny that you would, or wouldn't even <laughs> argue the fact that you would actually spend time looking up this list before we even discussed it. No, I just, I just get so confused by art forgery. It's like if you could make a perfect copy of a McDonald's hamburger, you have a job. You yeah. can, you just make, and if you can make a perfect copy of a painting, you're a criminal. Yeah, but, 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 but. <laughs> like a priceless painting, like a Van Gogh or something, I'm sure is worth millions of dollars. dollars. Whereas if you made a copy of it, you might get a couple a couple hundred dollars. You're not going to no, get the million. You get a, if, but if you tell people it's the original. But yeah, that's the whole point of the forgery, right? Yeah, that's 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 why it's a crime. By yeah, the way, sure. um, so. Art apparently the art world like I always wondered why people paid such obscene prices for random art, mm-hmm. and 
at least one reason I've discovered is because it's a way to launder money easily. So if a, if a painting is just done by a random kid of a drug lord, well, it's not worth much. But yeah. if you, I mean, art is subjective. So you could pay 50 grand for it and then you've just washed 50 grand of, of money. So it's just a way to, to, like you said, launder the money and hide it in there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't think all art is crime, but uh, like, like paintings are are rife with crime. Interesting. Yeah, I should become an artist, a painting artist, not not the graphic artist that I am currently. An artist. Uh, link to Chris's webcomic "Barks at Rockets" at somewhere dot com. Apogee dot com. Apogee dot com. Apogee dot com. <laughs> And oh, sorry, Apogee Rockets. Apogee Rockets. <laughs> I don't even know the actual website. It's on the main page, but yeah, Apogee Rockets.com. I want to get a shout out for my comic. Ah, lovely. Okay. Well, I've been <laughs> told by you immediately before this recording that you had to go after half an hour, and it's mm-hmm. been half an hour. Yes, sir. All right. We did well, it. thank you to your listeners. Thank you to my listeners. Thank you to you listeners if you're the ones listening to. Uh, thanks for listening to <laughs> the Freaking Epic Podcast, brought to you by sharks. Yes, sharks. If you buy something made of their skin, it's weird. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I just wanted to take a moment and ask you guys if you would uh, like us, comment us on us, comment for us, comment through us if you wish. Um, subscribe. Leave us a good review on iTunes. Follow us. Retweet. Double click. Double click the picture for a little heart thing. Make a listicle about the seven times we reminded you of cute cats. Give us a thumbs up like an emperor of old deciding who lives and who dies. Give us a rating of ninety five in Red Wine Lovers Weekly. Right swipe us on t- Tinder. Friendster us on Friender. Friend Friendster. And and add us to your top eight friends on MySpace. Thank you. I just want to. I just want to thank you so much for doing all those things for us and for listening. Definitely for listening. <laughs>